Please, please, please leave me a rating and a review. Okay, so, Laura Ford. Yep. Right? Okay, welcome to your eulogy, the podcast where we talk to someone about their life so that we can talk about their death. Today, I have a guest named Laura Ford, and she happened to be, you go by she? Yes. Any pronouns? She, her. Um, happened to be hanging out with my housemate, um, but she happened to be in the house, and I knew a couple things. She is vegan. And she is interesting, and she says funny things. Um, oh, thank you. Funny, but maybe not the good funny. Funny as in sometimes I'll be like, what? <laughs> Come on. Uh, and so I jumped at the opportunity, and we'll see if anything comes of it. Today we interview a vegan chef and severe brain injury recipient. The brain injury stuff is very interesting and will make you not take your brain for granted the vegan stuff is interesting too i have a joke about vegans vegetarians care what people think of them vegans care what animals think of them i think it's insightful i hope you like the episode what do you say to the idea that the terms such as vegan vegetarian herbivore all that stuff will in the future will be seen outdated the same way that people see terms like straight gay bi as outdated because they're they're inaccurate um you know you you're taking something that's well shoot i lost my train of thought so so like you you're know, taking sexuality as a spectrum, as, as a spectrum mm-hmm. opposed to a very hard line thing. And mm-hmm. like, we're just trying to chop it into, do you see a point where instead of calling yourself a vegan, you, you are like, Oh, I just mm-hmm. happen to not eat animals or animal products. Yeah. I think that, uh, by necess- necessity, it's going to turn that way because, you know, meat is so hard on the environment right now and it just takes so much energy to create meat and meat products, um, including like any animal products like eggs and that sort of thing, um, that it's just going to be, um, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be where almost everyone is vegan or everyone, uh, becomes that in the future. So it's gonna be, I think it's gonna probably have to be a necessity. (laughs) It sounds sounds like a term I'm gonna invent called a dis-utopia. (laughs) <laughs> Where it's kind of a utopia, but it's also there because of like bad shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, wh- where did this come from? Have you? Um, do you feel that you're a very empathetic person, or do you do you view suffering intensely, or is it from more of a uh, abstract form of morality? Mm. Yeah. There's normally about three reasons that people become vegan. So you can become vegan for the ethics side of things, the animal side of things or um, the health side of things. Um, I became vegan primarily for health reasons because I suffered uh, extreme brain injury um, and I I just needed to try and be my healthiest self and I became vegan for that. Mm. And also for the animal side of things um, to a lesser extent, but still there. Do you wanna talk about your brain injury? 
Um, we can, yeah. We don't have to. <laughs> no, no, no. It's totally fine. I'm really open about it. Um, I used to be a figure skater. I collided with another figure skater on the ice. Um, my, um, I passed out. My mom um, brought me back to life. And um, luckily, there were paramedics and stuff that were located right next to the ice arena. So like they were she gave able... you um, chest pounds or what are they called? Yeah, yeah. She Kept literally she literally resuscitated me because I wasn't breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, brought me back to life. Um, then I uh, went to HCMTC, um, figured out that I had suffered a brain injury and was dismissed the next day. Unfortunately, though, I had... Um, to go back to a neuropsychologist and get a lot of scans, and that kind of fucked me up for a, fu- for a few years, basically. Yeah, so, just the injury itself, yes. not the experience of having to... No, yeah, the injury. Um, when you have a brain injury, it takes a long time for your brain to get back to kind of where it was, and your brain creates new synapses and stuff, so you never become what you were before. You become a different person. Mm. Um do you, um, at this point in your life, uh, do you look at that, for lack of a better word, transformation uh, <laughs> in a positive light? Or do you feel you miss what, um, who you used to be or your capabilities from before? Um, I'm just different. And I think everyone is kind of different. But I know some people have it or had it much, much worse than I did. I was really lucky. Um, I was really lucky that I was able to use my sense of reasoning and rationale to, um, make myself get better a lot quicker. In regards to what? Um, just like doing basic things when you have a brain injury is extremely hard. Like going to, um, take a shower is really hard because you don't know if you've shampooed your hair or not, or, uh, sometimes like loss of balance and that sort of thing is extremely difficult um different people deal with different things can you can you say more about that or give us a kind of moment to moment it's kind of like you're forgetting what steps you're on or yeah yeah you you don't remember if you've done something or not um is the biggest thing like you don't know if you can't remember if you washed your hair or not like you can't remember everything just takes a lot longer um it's it's hard to remember what your next step is because you're always having a list in your mind and you're forgetting what the list is. Mm. So you have to create steps for yourself so you remember what the list is. I I I I find myself noticing mental abilities that I currently have mm-hmm. and trying to appreciate it now mm. cuz you know everyone knows people older than them, grandparents, you know whatever. Uh and I'm trying to not take it for granted when I realized, wow, that was some like mental aerobics I just did there. The way that I out of nowhere remember that I had the laundry before I left mm-hmm. and, and like didn't want to like be stuck in the you know thing all wet. Mm-hmm. It's like that's kind of magical. Yeah, right. Yeah. With a brain injury, a lot of times you aren't even able to think of head. Like, all you can think of is to get through the day. And that can be extremely hard, too. Because with a brain injury, you have to understand that you have, at the time that you have the brain injury, at least, and for me, it took me two years to get past this point. Um, 
you have an extreme headache on top of the brain injury and you can't focus like at least for me i couldn't focus at all like i couldn't read i couldn't i couldn't do a lot of things i i couldn't focus like i don't i don't know how to explain it like it took me seven months to learn my my new friends names at my new school like it was ridiculous that type of pain were you able to deal with it or come to a, an understanding that's different than um i'll call us a lay person as in outside of the um experience of having chronic pain oh yeah you just it becomes normal yeah it, it becomes extremely normal some people they took like tylenol and stuff for that i think i did for like the first couple weeks maybe um but after that i never did um has if it, they, if they, I haven't had that though for a couple of years. Hmm. Um, but yeah. sometimes I get brain injuries extremely easily now because I had multiple concussions. Um, so because of that, um, like if I even fall, sometimes I can get a concussion and I realize that within myself because I can feel the pain. So was this I can feel past, like the pressure coming back. <laughs> was this past winter really scary where we had a bunch of snow melt and then a bunch of ice? No. Oh, really? No, no, no. I know how to fall correctly because of figure skating. <laughs> so I wasn't too concerned about that. It's more when people run into me oh. that that becomes because then that's putting more pressure than me just falling on my own. So if someone runs into me, then it's going to take me a couple days of solid sleep <laughs> to recover. Um, like a 16-hour sleep, 16 hours of sleep or so, yeah. That so sense. Here's something that will sound contradictory and maybe slightly insulting. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a very confident person. Yeah. Like uh, when I said that, that, that's the, that Mike Michael Jackson recorded thriller on, you're like, no, he didn't. <laughs> I didn't realize that you meant the same type of microphone. Yeah. And not that, the and same said, microphone, et cetera. <laughs> and then, but then when I said, oh, no, no, this, the same model, the same, that. Uh, and then you were like, yeah, maybe. Let's rewind the tape. Like, I was saying that Michael Jackson recorded on that. Oh, you mean that this brand? Yeah, it's this brand you're saying? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Brand. Cool. Yeah. Then that might be true. You're still just giving me a mic. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the end. Yep. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. Yes. So you have, you have a, a confidence, um, and I would presume after um, suffering traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. that would hurt your confidence. Um, yeah. Where does that come from, that personality trait of sticking to your... <laughs> well, um, I guess I'm a Leo. <laughs> I'm very uh, hard fast in my ways. I'm very set in my ways. Um, I don't know where it came from. I'm just that kind of person. I like... I have to fact check everything. I connect it with your <laughs> veganism. Yeah. Because veganism, not being vegan, or the, the term gaslighting has popped up, and it's a wonderful term because the world tells us that it's normal for us to consume meat mm-hmm. and animals in the way that we do. 
and you have to hold on to something internal if the external world is giving you the lie that it's okay for us to uh, consume beef at such a rate that the rainforests are getting gobbled up and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. um, so I connect that trait with your ability to live with this uh, morality and vocation of veganism. Am I reading too far into that? No, I don't think you are. Um, veganism is a huge part of who I am, actually. Um, not everyone that I know knows that I am vegan, but my close friends do. Um, and I am an activist, so a number of people who I don't know very well um, also do know that I'm vegan. <laughs> so it... It is a huge part of who I am, um, but that's not to say that all vegans are like that. Mm. Um. Yeah. I am very passionate you're, you're, about food. Yes, uh, that's true. Yeah, I am a chef. Um, I, but that leads into my veganism too, as to why I'm so passionate about food. Um, I mean, you have to eat. <laughs> it's true. Having a good relationship with food is very um, sacred, to put it mm. very lofty, but true. I mean, just about every religion that's existed for more than 15 years has mm. rules about food, mm. rights about food, ideas about food. Mm -hmm. Um, it's 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 the it's the physical connection mm. we put the world inside of ourselves yeah and i think food goes back to the idea of connecting with nature too we have as human beings like an innate ability even if you dislike the outdoors to connect in some way with nature and i think food really fulfills that even if it's just fast food you know it's still it still has lettuce on it um hopefully unless you're one of those people who orders it without lettuce and tomatoes. <laughs> Which I'm all for because like if you're gonna be having a treat as indulgent as that, like, yes. let's not pretend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we think about other beings that way, and we think about them in those sorts of terms, instead of thinking about them as others, um, prescribing labels like she or her um, or because most of the animals are female unfortunately in the industry um, as opposed to male um, like um, all egg laying hens the males are killed for the industry um, roosters so unfortunately um, in the industry the females are extremely exploited um, it's do you um see a, a connection for me? I don't feel any connection based mm -hmm. on gender. Uh, it sounds like you kind of do. Do you feel a, a yeah. certain sor sororal connection to the your sisters and slaughter? <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think of it like that. It's just more like if they're female or if they're male, at least we're prescribing a gender instead of an it. You know, mm, I see. It's not you're talking about them in a different way. Um, if you talk about these beings as beings, as physical um, things with traits, it doesn't matter if it's he, she, they, whatever. Um, 
in the long term, it, what matters is that you're identifying with them. You're saying to them, oh, this is, this is an animal, but I understand that they are intelligent in some way. I mean, it, it's it's a wonderful mental trick, uh, Maria Kondo of the cluttering up craze. Oh yes. She's, she's, I don't know if she says name your things, but you know she says like talk mm. to them. Mm-hmm. And I, I work at a group home, and I intentionally talk to the nonverbal clients um, in a way where I'm not communicating with them. I'm reminding myself um, who they are. You mm-hmm. know, so because you have other forms, of, other ways of communicating with them. But I'll, I'll say, hey, buddy, hey, friend, how are you? But... Should we get that eulogy done? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let leave it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, because I'm so into animal rights and just being with um, animals and stuff, um, what I tended to say uh, whenever I worked in an environment that because I am a chef um, whenever I worked in an environment that was um, very meat heavy or where um, I had to see animals um, that were dead already um, what I would do is every morning I would say a prayer for the animals that I developed and I think I don't think anyone has heard this before out loud, actually. So I think you are going to be the first. An exclusive. Yes. <laughs> so it is um, a prayer for other animals. I know nothing I can say will make this better. I can only put myself in your shoes. I want you to know that not all our species is like this. And I strive to have compassion for all of those species who have lost their way as well as help those not of my species by fostering that compassion inside myself. I hope that one day I will find the words to make it right and I will strive for that moment. That was beautiful. Thanks. One detail Mm -hmm. I'd like to focus on for a moment. Not all of our species is like that. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that you seek absolution from the for the the human race's sins. No, I feel like my goal in life is to try to help others understand and that there is no sacrifice by giving up animal products at all. Um, So to do that, I make delicious food without animals and without suffering. And that's how I further it on, but a lot of other people do other things. Um, yes, yeah, so I specialize in vegan and gluten-free, um, baked goods especially. Um, but I also do things like um, vegan seafood, fish fries, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I'm... Oh, yeah, I have my own business. It's called Innate Foods. Um, however... <laughs> I, I'm not currently scheduled for any pop-ups, but I am moving, so I will be doing um, stuff from my new house and hopefully getting cottage food to be able to sell baked goods and be a official bakery, which I'm really excited about. That sounds wonderful. Innate yeah. goods? Innate foods. Innate foods. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is there a website yet? Yeah, I've had a website for three years. Innatefoods.com. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to Laura Ford for coming on and being on this show. And she had 15 seconds warning before she came on the show. She just jumped right at it. So thank you very much. Innatefoods.com. Whatever your feelings on veganism and animals are, I hope that we all can make some improvements. In the beginning of the episode, she said that we may all become vegan by necessity because, like, the agricultural landscape will become destroyed or something. Let's not get that far. <laughs> Here's to the future. My name is Matthew Schneeman. Email me at youreulogymail at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. That's all I've got.